Hello, beautiful liars. Hi. It's your girl, Malika. And Sharina. And we're Bag of Lies. Yay! We are the podcast that explores identity and community through the lens of the harmless white lies that we tell. Back at it again, baby. (laughs) Always, always. And just a quick reminder that when we mean harmless, we mean like non... Life destroying. That one. (laughs) (laughs) Career destroying lies. That one. Like we always say, we're not out here talking about the whole side family that you had. No, ma'am. None of that. None of that. The harmless ones. Yeah. And this week, we are talking about the lives that we share and sort of keep, I guess, with our sisters, our sisterhood, our sistren. The girls. (laughs) Yes. The gyaldem. The gyaldem. All of my sistren, big up. Yep. Uh, and to do that, we have Mimo Haile. Yes. And Mimo Haile wants to live in a world filled with powerful women and adventures that come bundled with matcha or chai tea lattes. From 9 to 5, she's a corporate social responsibility manager, but from 5 to 9, she empowers women of the African diaspora by increasing awareness on mental, physical, and holistic health. Welcome, Mimo. Thank you. Happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. Tell us about yourself. Okay. Well, my name is Mimo, born and raised in Ethiopia, moved out here 20 years ago. Um, I come out of oh, 14 kids, one out of 14 kids. I'm Ooh. number 10, the Dang. youngest girl. Oh. Um, and then there's four guys after me. So lots of good lies. That's a squad. <laughs> Let, that's a squad. That's a whole squad. Yeah, that's like a team. Yeah which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I work in corporate social responsibility, as my bio says, but work also uh, with three different nonprofits, one that I founded called Coca Coalition. Um, it's been one of the most amazing and rewarding nonprofit that I actually have been involved in, which is um, giving back to black women to come together to have raw dialogue and, and just be in a safe space together. Um, and then the other two, Soul Sisters, is a, a, a nonprofit that started in 2013 that does a lot of good work around the Bay Area and giving back to women from disadvantaged communities. And then her place is in uh, the young organization, but it's a photo activism, so using photo and art to um, basically shift paradigms around what womanhood is. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Nice. So you're all for the ladies. All for the ladies. You with the gang. Amen. Gang, gang. Hey, gang, gang. Hey. <laughs> I love gang, gang. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, so getting into lie of the week. Malika, what'd you lie about this week? Girl, I told a silly lie. What was it? <sighs> I was on another trip, and I overpacked for it. My luggage was huge, and I was embarrassed about it. And so whenever people would look at it, I'd just be like, oh, I'm in town for two weeks, knowing fully well I'd be back in a week's time. Ooh. But I needed all the outfits and all the things and all the makeup. And so, I don't know, I stuck with it. But yeah, I lied about my luggage. <laughs> I it's, think it's a good lie. You think it's a good lie? Yeah, because yeah. you got to get dressed mm-hmm. for I all know. the equations. I don't oh, know. O- o- equations, wow. <laughs> Occasions. <laughs> I can pronounce. I can do that. <laughs> I'm on that struggle bus too today, girl. <laughs> oh, my Support. Supporting. I love it. Okay. Uh, Sharina, what did you lie about? I had a really light lying week this week. So the only... Shocking. Stop. I 
I occasionally tell the truth. So this week I lied and kind of got on the Harry Potter nostalgia bus with someone and we were kind of reminiscing on reading Harry Potter as children even though I actually low-key only read the audiobook like a week ago. Did you read the audiobook or you listened to the audiobook? Okay, fine. I listened to the audiobook like a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) That is also silly. We are on a silly wave right now. We are. Nemo, what did you lie about this week, girl? Was it silly? Maybe. I don't think it was all silly like that. Yours is good lies. I like your lies. Mm. Those are better. Mm. But uh, for me, it was, um, I had a boss that, I had a boss. I have a boss. You killed her. (laughs) I fired her. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Well, my boss had a very, like, long week, and she was not really, you know, being uh, open and having good conversations with me. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I can try to make her feel good by just, you know, saying something nice about her so one day she came in and I was like oh I love your pants um and she kind of lit up um knowing that it wasn't like a, a bomb.com outfit oh but it's okay it was cute it was yeah. cute but I just was I but mean, the lie worked yeah because she was really happy after. so it did its job it did its job it, it did it really did are you gonna job. keep telling this lie uh maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was a lie for good right it gets things done yeah right I'm down for lies for good. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I am totally here for it. So, moving right along to In the Bag. In the Bag. In the Bag, in the Bag. And this week, In Our Bag, we have a really, really big one. Uh, So we're just going to take a little time and talk about what's in our bag today. So, we have two friends, or two ex-friends, I guess. Caroline Calloway, who is a Instagram influencer and we have Natalie Beach who is a struggling writer and we have so many lies today that we're actually just going to break them down so this is our only lie in the bag today yeah (laughs) literally it's just such a big juicy lie we can't fit any other lies in our bag so once upon a time there were two friends one became famous for these long Instagram captions and the other was a struggling writer familiar story Recently, the struggling writer friend, Natalie Beach, wrote a piece about her ex-friend, Carolyn Calloway, exposing her because the fame that she had acquired for these Instagram captions, she didn't write herself. What in the white woman nonsense is this? (laughs) This is such a hot mess. Uh, and you know what this is all the internet can talk about right now yeah caroline calloway and natalie beach which honestly caroline calloway just has like a villainous name and natalie beach (laughs) really does sound like somebody who's out here struggling but let's get into the level of lies that we got in this story level of lies so number one Mm. that was the first one like we mentioned Calloway became famous for her very long kind of blog-like Instagram captions, and people thought she was this amazing writer. She didn't write them. It was Nat- on Natalie? Natalie wrote them. Mm, exposed. Mm-hmm. All right. Two. Oh, Natalie exposed her for how she got her followers. So everybody was oh. out here thinking that Caroline was just like this girl who took like the Instagram scene over with her captions and everybody was like I'm following you when in reality she bought a lot of those followers that's not cute she fraudulent (laughs) y'all alright and what's the next one nefarious 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 Caroline Calloway is a nefarious liar wow 
<laughs> love Lola Nefarious. Number three, she lied about how much or how big her book deal was. So she got a book deal actually from these amazing Instagram captions. She was able to sell through a memoir and she said that she got a cool half million dollars for her book deal when nothing to sneeze at right which is you know i mean i brag about it too girl i got a half a million a bank for these captions six (laughs) i got the six figures yeah Uh, uh. but yeah so anyways but it turns out she had something a little bit less you know something more modest a little closer to three thousand seven hundred whoa Three hundred and seventy-five thousand. That one. <laughs> I mean, you could still buy a house with that. I'm not saying you know, that's but that's true. not by hundred thousand dollars. No, ma'am, Caroline. Yeah. No, no. That's she not had to, half a milli. She had to pad those numbers mm-hmm. for the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So <sighs> that was third lie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like in between all the exposing, I think Natalie just was like, I don't know, belaboring their like codependent, like toxic yep. friendship. Yeah. About like how Caroline was like telling Natalie, oh, if you did X, Y, and Z for me, I'll do X, Y, and Z for you. Mm-hmm. And Natalie was just, like, kind of summarizing, like, all the ways that she resented, you know, Caroline's fame and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. Right. And it just, like, gave us, like, an insider's, like, peek into, like, just toxic hot mess and just, I don't know, just, like, why am I reading this? Why? Am I, I don't even know why I'm so enthralled by this or why the internet is enthralled by this because it's just a hot mess. I'm literally just now hearing about all of this. It, and it's so sad. It is crazy. <laughs> is it sad or is it just funny? And so how did this all come to light? It was like an article on the cut, which weirdly, really weirdly, actually, Caroline Calloway, like, pushed on her own Instagram. Like, she promoted it on yeah. her, her Insta? Yeah, like, she, like, told people. No one knew that the article was even coming out. Natalie emailed her about it, and then she, like, sent a screenshot of the email and started promoting it on her Instagram. Why would Natalie send her an email about it? Good question. That Maybe they're it. in cahoots. Oh, maybe they're scamming the country. <laughs> they're both they scammers. Both, they're both <laughs> scamming. Stay scamming. Wow. <laughs> this is the hot take that no one's talking about. <laughs> they're in on it together. Oh, yes. my gosh. I love it. Oh, my god. I mean, honestly, I actually, I really wouldn't put it past these women. Yeah, because they whole, they masterminded, you know, Caroline Calloway's whole, like, rise to fame yeah. with the captions and everything. So why wouldn't they mastermind Caroline Calloway being back on the scene? I mean, it's been quiet for her for a minute. Yeah, that's true. And so now she's back in the news, headlining and stuff. Mm, I that's mean... a good, good point. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Who do you guys, are? who are you guys siding with? Out of Caroline and Natalie. Do we really have to pick sides? Yes. Because they're both of a hot mess. And pick I a side. I'm going to pick Natalie. Oh, my gosh. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Typical. Mimo? I- I'll go with Natalie. I'll go with Natalie. But I feel like they're both scheming. They're just, yeah. Right? Because Natalie is kind of taking advantage of, like, Caroline's downfall by, like, exposing exactly. her on the cut. Exactly. But at the same time, like, Natalie kind of deserves, like, you know, her retribution because for so long she was in, like, Caroline's shadow. And also Caroline is just hella privileged and Ooh. I just feel like she stands for everything I don't like. Right. I almost want to say, like, maybe even Caroline is like, oh, you want to rise to fame? So I'm going to do this for you. Now that you've raised me to this oh, fame. Interesting take. So she's like, I'll take this L so right. that you can come up in the world. This is exactly <gasps> how it happened. So good. Ooh, they're in it together. They're in it together. <laughs> I'm not picking a side. Sisterhood. <laughs> a sisterhood of liars and scammers. Right. Ooh. What do you what's your who is whose side are you taking, Sharina? 
Uh, controversially, I am actually taking Caroline's side. Honestly, this is not controversial to me. I feel like okay. you would. What? <laughs> yeah, no, that that's kind of my brand. But, like, only because I feel like Natalie kind of did it to herself. You know what I mean? Like, she wasn't really advocating for herself. She allowed this person to, like, kind of, like, walk all over her. And I kind of feel a little bit like if you are willing to give your art to someone and like as a writer specifically like if I was going to put that much work because at some point she was like half writing Caroline's book for her if you're going to put that much work on it and you're not going to be like paid and you do not have a contract of any kind you a fool you boo boo to fool you the boo boo to fool that all the mamas are talking about you are boo boo I don't know. I don't think she's boo-boo. I I mean, because I read, you know, Natalie's essay, and, like, I felt for her. I felt like she felt like she just wasn't recognized for her talents. But, like, if Caroline sneezed, everyone was like, oh, Caroline, you know? But, girl, how are you going to be recognized for your talents if you don't stand up in your truth and say, I wrote these things? I mean, even though she wrote these things, she's just now getting her fame based on her exposing Caroline. So Caroline still is like a fixture in her life no matter what. That's true. That's very true. That's true. That's it's true. just a bunch of codependent, toxic, hot messiness. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in my bag because honestly, they're only hurting each other and not hurting anyone Absolutely. else. This is harmless and just pure entertainment and jokes. Y'all right. are silly. Y'all are wilding. That's right. true. I mean, if we wanted to get real deep for a second, I feel a little bit like part of the reason why this story has been just like flying around the internet is because like women kind of like aren't allowed to be imperfect. And so then that kind of leads us to a space where maybe deceit and lies is the only way we can rebel. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to unpack that. Are you saying that when when women encounter like stories of deceit amongst each other we make fun of it well kind of but i'm also kind of more saying that like i feel as though so in in this story caroline isn't perfect and natalie isn't perfect and both of these people kind of make mistakes obviously Mm -hmm. and i feel a little bit like the reason why we find this kind of like so funny or why it's like such a big deal is because the lies that they're telling are kind of like a weird like rebellion against the like perfect perfect veneer that we're supposed to have as women i don't Mm. i'm gonna disagree because that's not what i see when i see this story okay when i see this story and i think why people are so interested in it is because they either relate to caroline Mm -hmm. or they relate to natalie and i think a lot of women are relating to natalie because they see caroline as the epitome of the friend that they wish they were in a lot of like friendships like there's always like the one friend that like people just take a liking to then there's the other friend that like is kind of in the shadow yeah but like sisterhoods are complicated that way like friendships are complicated that way and i feel like we all have like complicated friendships and that's why it's so relatable that's fair that's fair that's fair i guess we're both right yeah, yes we are. <laughs> as as our complicated sisterhood goes, we're yes. both right. I think you guys are. Oh, yeah, I think I think you have you have both both good points. Yay! Uh, so on the subject of sisterhood, what are some like really iconic like female friendships? 
Because I'm thinking like Oprah and Gail. Oprah and Gail for the win. Shout out to them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're like besties through and through. I love and it. then nobody, no one, listen, that's the relationship that's going to last the end of time. You know how Absolutely. like couples get together and they break up? No, not Oprah and Gail. That's true. Not that I'm trying to put them in that bubble that people be putting them in. We're not going to start with the rumors. Right. Nope. But I'm just saying, as far as besties go, that's the level of bestie that I want. Do you hmm. think Oprah lies to Gail? Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I agree. <laughs> I think so. I feel like, I mean, if you have had that many years of friendship, I feel like you lied. That's something. Yeah. Some had to be lied upon. Oprah's definitely at least once been in the studio, but still been like, no, girl, I'm on the way. I'm <laughs> right. There you go. I'm literally nearly at <laughs> the spot. So Gail sitting there at the bar, like, I'm on my third drink. Where is this heifer? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel you. What are some other iconic, like, you know, sisterhood? groups golden girls I hell mean, yes i, I love the it girls. Um, i love the golden girls oh my god oh uh, like when i first moved to san francisco i didn't really know anyone or mm. had like friends at the time and so like i rewatched every episode of the golden girls because it felt like my friends were in the room if i just had them on the background i know sad oh, I story love it. no it's cute but i feel like <laughs> the golden girls like their bond like they're so shady to each other but they love each other and i feel like that's like the epitome of like sisterhood friendships right, right. it's like you can give your friends crap but at the same time it's like in the name of like but i love you though girl right yeah, exactly it's, it's tough love you can be <laughs> like low-key the shadiest to your friends like that's when the real love is so mimo have you ever like lied to your friends like what do you and your friends lie about to each other i would say like i've i've lied about like you know if a person if a girlfriend of mine brings a dude around and she's excited about like the guy that she's bringing into her life mm -hmm. and i'm i'm seeing him and what when i open like i don't know what you do but mm -hmm. you know i'll be like all right yeah you know he's cool or whatever but you know that's the the I guess the lie that we tell each other, or kind of little lies that we tell each other. Or like, I'll say like something is cute and if it's mediocre, maybe. <laughs> but at a certain point, like you get honest with them, right? Exactly, I know. And you have to, I feel like, you know, if, for the example of the boyfriend or the the guy that they bring around, if something happens, I'll definitely have to say something. Be honest. Be like, "Hey, sis, you know, I just, I just want to make, I just want to make sure you're good, and you know, you might hate me a little bit, but I don't know about this dude, you know. And I, I think that's important to like draw a line and say, you know, this is how I feel. Yeah, because at a certain point, white lies, they fall into this territory. This is no longer a white lie. Exactly. Like, exactly. I could be impact, you know, I could be letting something slide that shouldn't slide. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, in the case of your friend with the mediocre top, do you tell her if she's looking crazy? <laughs> because, honestly, you're not a real you know, friend if you don't tell your friend they're looking crazy you know, when they're looking okay, crazy. Okay, that's true. But there are times where, okay, like, if, if somebody is putting on some, like, weird shirt, I would be like, all right, let's tie a little, little different, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, if, if I don't want to be be too blunt with the with the messaging you know i try to work around ways to make them feel empowered in their skin I've done that. I've been like, um, i don't really know if those two colors go together you might want to put on like the red tea right that might pop a little bit more right and then you, you have to juice it up a little bit because then mm -hmm. they'll be like oh yeah you're right you know yeah, so, but like that yeah. color looks so good right, on you exactly. that's your color girl yes. wear that instead <laughs> yes but sometimes you just got to be straight up like no 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 you look crazy right yeah <laughs> absolutely i totally agree with that too Yes. If somebody's hair is poking out of their head in the wrong way, I'm going to say something. For That's sure. what the real sisterhood is. 
You're a real one. Amen. You're a real one. You're a real one. What about lying like for your friends or like your sisters? Because you you said you have 14 brothers and sisters. So you probably lied for your sisters a lot. Yeah. So because I'm the youngest girl and there's like a bunch of dudes after me, it was actually them lying for me. Oh. Because... I wanted to do stuff. I'm I'm a Gemini. I'm a curious person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go places. I try to do stuff. And they're sitting there like this wild sister of ours. Ooh. Like, you know, and sometimes for Ethiopian family, some of the things that I was doing probably was not acceptable for them. You know, like hanging out with dudes or going to the movie with a guy mm-hmm. at the age of 16. They will literally whoop your butt mm. if they found out. Right. So, oh. right. And so, yeah, my I mean, I feel like my brothers lied for me. My sisters definitely lied for me, too. But it was just, like, because they were older, there was, like, the, like motherly kind of advice. Like, looking that, out for you. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it, was, it was a little different, like, sisterhood in that sense. And we still lied for each other. But it wasn't, like, as much as my brothers lied for me or I lied for them. If that makes sense. Because yeah. we're closer in age and stuff, too. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That does make sense. Do you... Did you and your sisters or even your friends ever, like, decide on a lie and, like, go out? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, all the time. Especially when I was younger and we were going out. You know, when I was a young tenderoni and I was going out. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm still young. Okay. We're all young tenderonis. <laughs> for the record. Right. Okay. That ain't going away, boo. Amen. You look good, girl. Ashay, I'm here for it. <laughs> so when you were a young tenderoni. Yes, it was going out every weekend <laughs> on the clock. Uh, yeah. So um, you know, you know, a lot of guys or whatever be approaching. I used to Oh, I, pretty much all the time be like, oh, my girl, my girlfriend is actually my girlfriend. And like, we're oh, date, like we're in a relationship. We're in a relationship. Romantic. Romantic. And so that way they don't mess with us. We can have a good old time, get drinks on our own, be not bothered and go home in peace, which is an amazing thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's so cute. It was a cute little lie that we like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if a guy buys you a drink, he's like on you the whole night. He's exactly. Like, I, I don't you. want that. I no. spent $12 plus a tip on a drink for you. <laughs> You're going to dance with me all night, girl. With his hot breath. You're like, no. You better give me your number. <laughs> you got to curb him. Like, no, 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 no. I'm here with my girlfriend. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it happens. I've done that multiple times, I feel like. In so- all ways. <laughs> <laughs> So do you think people can bond over lying? It sounds like it from oh, yeah. what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. You can bond through through lying because it brings about like to some degree it brings about, you know, good friendship of like, okay, I can I can rock with you. Like you you got my back, right? It's like and you have like, like this inside exact, joke. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh so do you feel like as black black women then lies can like bring us together and maybe even help us heal question mark from misogyny racism misogynoir all the things oh my god yeah please tell me how i love it i feel like that was like a a strong question i need to know the details yes 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 (laughs) so i would use the example of like okay so when i'm in a workplace and and i'm gonna go there (laughs) <laughs> when I'm in a workplace and I have a, a, a pretty much a black person or black woman in the space, I do feel safe, right? Like I feel, 
I feel like there's somebody that I could connect with, that I can talk to, you know, all that good stuff. And so when there is a, a white person, particularly uh, white, <laughs> white, white. when there is a white person in the space, I've noticed they ga- gossip a lot, and there's a lot of little lies that they tell with within each other, or there's something that's said that's a little bit wild, and then. You know, at that moment, I've noticed that having that sisterhood with a black person, even though it's never been really officially formed, it makes it really easy to bond over that, right? Like you just have this connection and you're like, ah, they are lying (laughs) or they are gossiping about something and we don't want nothing with that, you know, or Mm -hmm. there's there's a sense of just kind of like comfort. I think there's a sense. Yeah, I feel like there's I would say it's it's comfort. Like it's a space of just like, oh, I see you looking at them the way I'm looking at them, too. Right. Mm Because they're like doing something a little wild in your life. So you see people gossiping. So then you go gossip about them gossiping. Yeah, but not at the workplace. <laughs> we go outside. We take our business outside. Take a walk. Get coffee. And, and then talk. Gossip. Yes. I have, I've done that. Not, not going to lie. I love it. But there is that. a sense of sister that you you, br- you bring about just because that's, like like I said, it, it, black women is safe. I get that. I mean, I obviously feel a, a fair bond to the black women that I currently work with. But how about this? Ooh. Sometimes black women lie to each other in the workplace. Fair. What about that? About what? what? What do they lie about? Hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. have literally worked with several people that have told me their hair is real, girl. That their hair was is oh real? My gosh. Oh. Like, did you see their tracks? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, what? I be knowing. That was not me. I be knowing. Well, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. Don't point me out in that space, please. <laughs> it wasn't me. These locks are real. I love it. These oh, my locks. 100%. But yeah, no. Is there a way in which, like, uh, the lies that we tell each other amongst black women is actually, like, more harmful than other people lying against us? Ooh, that's or lying deep. to us? That's really deep. I I think so. I feel like, you know, like I said, like if 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 to me at least, like if I see the black woman or people that are black, comfort, right? Like it's, there's a safe space kind of situation. So if I don't feel safe enough to tell you something that's truthful or vice versa, that is hard. That it makes it very complicated and it makes it like you know not real and it will obviously divide us even more especially if there is like you know especially if you're in the workplace or some sort right and if you're i feel like the best example of that at least i've seen is on the Issa ray show right i I don't know if you guys remember this episode with yvonne or molly yeah um and she was at the workplace and then she was trying to Mm -hmm. trying to like you know uh, bring this person that was also a lawyer like she just started and she was black and she was being i think she was quote unquote loud but yeah but she was over blacking in the workplace a little bit right and so molly never really said anything or tried not to say anything or not get involved in that space until the lady got in trouble Mm -hmm. right and so like i think you know if i was molly i would probably want to watch out for her but like then there's also these things that you got to work with because it's like, oh, I worked so hard to get here. I don't want to lose my position. And then, you know, all the things that, the isms that I had to fight to get to this point. You know what I mean? So it gets, mm-hmm. it gets really complicated and it does get all these, like, 
levels and layers that you have to kind of unpack a bit you yeah. know what i mean so i feel like what you're saying is that like there's biases biases and to a certain degree like lies that we kind of project onto other people right a little bit and that those might get in the way of female bonds exactly okay it really does okay yeah that sounds really painful it is yeah. i feel like the lies between the sisterhood in that case are in a weird way like more important and more impactful than the general lies so could we even say that like lies between a sisterhood are never not harmless yeah okay you heard it here first i love it i don't know i think <laughs> I that's a hot I mean, take yeah i think that's a hot take oh you feel differently i feel differently i don't draw a hard line on whether it's harmless or harmful i feel like it goes both ways yeah that's fair i just feel like Apart from the little baby lies about, like, being late while you're actually still at the office, I think that, like, maybe because of the bond that we have with our sister and our sisterhood, whatever lies that we have, no matter how harm harmless they might feel to us, might actually be doing, like, quite a bit of damage. Sometimes. To the relationship? or Yeah. I think if you're lying to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Then that's when it does damage. Yeah. But if you're, you're using lies as a way to, like, bond, then No. You I know? love it. I both points are are very valid though, because I feel like if if I'm lying to a friend and I'm consistently lying, mm -hmm. right? Like being late, for example, that's my forte. Like I'm like I'm always late, but I'm gonna lie that so that that person doesn't get mad at me because I'm late. You know what I mean? Yeah. I w at some point, that person's gonna get tired of me being late. Yeah. Right. And exactly. It will, it will become some kind of like yeah. tension. It will Tension. Yeah. Issue. Yeah. You'll fracture the bond. Yeah. Or if you lie about being like, oh yeah, girl, I'm gonna pay for this or pay for that, and right. then you mm -hmm. don't Venmo them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or you don't respond to the Venmo request. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore don't the memory request, people. You know you saw it. it. You know no. it popped up on your phone. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Multiple like, times because that's messed up. <laughs> that's messy. If you borrowed my clothes yeah. and then got a stain on it and then you put it back Ooh. and then I asked you about it and you're like, no, 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 girl, I ain't borrowed that dress to go to the club, whatever. Right. Like, now you're wilding. Right. Like, that's exactly. unnecessary. But if you're lying for me to, you know, look out for me, then hey. Right. We sisters. Exactly. We bonded. Exactly. exactly. It's a sisterhood. Yeah. Sisterin. Hey. Look out for me. Right. Doing good. Yeah. So you're in the female empowerment space. Right. And you put on a lot of events for women to bring them together. Do you ever find yourself having to tell a white lie to get people on board with what you're doing? Ooh. Sometimes I do. In social media, I feel like sometimes I do. Because I try to... Because you're trying to sell when you're marketing something, mm -hmm. right? You got to make it sound, quote unquote, nice. Bro, we're marketers. We know. Right. We be knowing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you just like, you kind of add a little sass into it that is, might not be there mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, I've done that multiple times where it doesn't feel authentic to, my, to me, to like what I'm saying or whatever you know what i mean like so you're upselling an event yeah i'm ups thank you that's the word that you see your marketing self hello <laughs> upselling the event um or i actually i feel like sometimes also like i tend to lie about how i'm feeling in that space so that people are like excited to come so sometimes i'm like ex exhausted because i'm putting on so many events right mm -hmm. like i'm you know providing space 
for black women or even women just to come together is exhausting, especially on the top of nine to five, right? And so when people are like, yeah, I'm gonna come to your event, I have to be excited because I want them to come to my event. Even at that moment, I might not feel at all excited. Not about the event. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, your energy levels are low, but you're pretending that they're high. Exactly. To get people excited. Exactly. To get them wanting to come to your event. Yeah. Do you feel like in this space, people often lie to you to get out of coming to events? Like, and yeah. You- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, they've done it before. Because it's a heavy, I mean, sometimes it is a heavy space to be in. Sometimes people don't want to come in and talk about their stuff, all the things that they're dealing with, especially being black in America. As a woman, on top of that, like is right? that the main topic? Yeah, most of t- most of the Girl, time. Girl, I pull up a seat. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come through. Do you I love it. do you call them out when they're like, ah, oh, no, girl, I can't make it because you know I gotta go yeah. home and do X Y Z. Right. I mean, I I don't because I I I empathize with what people go through. Right. Like I understand what they're probably not ready to talk or or don't want to be in that space yet they're in the hibernation mode or whatever right there's so many reasons people are like nah i'm good right and i know it's not an easy topic like i said so i wouldn't i wouldn't want them to come in an energy of like i have to go versus like i want to go that's it's a total different shift very different yeah that's like a whole energy shift that is like I think it's more powerful than a, than for me if a person says, like, I've been wanting to come. I bought my ticket, like, X amount of months ago or weeks ago, whatever. You know what I mean? Rather than just, like, being there just for the sake of being there. So you don't call them out. You're just like, nah. eh, I'm going to give nah. you a pass. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'll give them a pass. I don't say anything much. I actually will check back on them to make sure that they are actually good sometimes. Mm-hmm. I would do something <laughs> passive-aggressive. I'd like Ooh. their post on Instagram. <laughs> They told me they couldn't make it, but oh, I see them out at the bar. Oh, yes. I would be like, oh, yeah, I see you. I'd be like, you look cute that day. I like your eyeliner. <laughs> Something shady. Shady. Shady, yes. shady, shady. I'm yes. petty like that. I uh-huh. love it. I'm here for it. Sometimes it's needed. <laughs> I feel you. Um, so real quick, we're going to wrap up this interview. Okay. But before we do, we like to play a little game with our guests okay. uh, where you just have to guess which one of us told uh, these lies. Okay. So, first lie, lie number one, told their boss that their uncle had died as an explanation for crying day in and day out over a breakup. Oh. Sniff, sniff. Aww. And number two, lied about seeing a movie that already to turn down someone wanting to go on a date. I would say, Malika, I think you, s- I'll-, I'll choose you for number two. Hey. Did I get that right? You did. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I'm a responsible liar. I love, I, love I love it. And I really wanted to see that movie too. I ended up seeing it by myself. Oh. It was Mad Max. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. movie. It was a good movie. Oh my god, I love going to the movies by myself. Too. I do like I, it's, it's my new so thing good. now. Oh my god. But yeah, this person was trying to get me to go out with them, and I was like, oh, I already saw that movie. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've done the opposite where like I was supposed to go see a movie with someone, but then like I ended up going to see it with someone else, and then I had to like literally fake the entire movie like I hadn't seen it. Mm, that's bad. I know. That that's just a sounds like a punishment. I know. In a way too. Yeah. <laughs> it was harmless. We got to re-experience it together. Right. You know? So Sharina, you told your boss your uncle had died? I did. Um, I just literally was like super upset about this breakup one time and had to kind of finagle a little bit of a lie to explain why I honestly could not stop crying at this job. Like oh. I was crying every single day oh, and honey. a lot. Oh. I was like super, super heartbroken. And so like that's kind of what I I told my boss in order to, you know, mar, mar, mar. 
I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, I love it. Hot mess. Hot mess. <laughs> Heartbrokenness. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, but yeah, no, Mimo, this was super fun. Uh, and we like you. loved having you on the show. Oh, I, I love it. I'm, I'm here this for the so show. This was so awesome. Mimo, where can people find you on the internet, girl? Um, you can find me on Instagram at the underscore Mimos, spelling M-I-M-O-S. Um, I guess Facebook, Mimo Highlight. I don't be using Twitter, so don't even try to find me on there. <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Coca Coalition at Coca Coalition on Instagram. Soul Sisters, um, I believe it is at Soul Sisters. Soul as S O L, meaning sun in Spanish. Oh. Um, and then her place is in just like that, no underscore nothing at her place is in on Instagram. Lovely. Yeet. Follow all of them because they're doing good things. Go Amen. follow them. And then when you're done, you can follow us because we on Twitter at Bag of Lies and on Instagram at Bag of Lies underscore podcast. Do our polls, people. Yeah. We love you guys. This was a really fun episode. Bag of Lies is recorded at KGPC Radio with their generous support. And if you're in the Bay Area, you can now catch your girls on KGPC969.org every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. We're official. Mm. Mm. Say with your chest. And also shout out to producer goddess Lighton. Hey. And our executive producer, Babarang, Babarino. Bobino. Bob Squato. Ooh, Bob Squato. I know. Ooh. I just got to throw something in. Make okay. it spicy for him. Oh. Bob Cohen. <laughs> and our theme music is produced by my girl, Madly. You can follow her at Miss Madly on IG. And all opinions and foolish comments expressed here are by no means a reflection of our employers, friends, family, or upbringing. Actually, they might be a reflection of our friends because we just talked about sisterhood. So who knows? We did our best, y'all. We did our best. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.